Bible. Well, let's go then to Revelation 17. Revelation 17. And we'll begin in verse 12. Tonight, looking at the Judas Syndrome. The Judas Syndrome. And Brother Johnson, would you lead us in prayer, please, sir? Revelation seventeen twelve, And the ten horns which thou sawest are what? Ten kings. ten kings. Which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with who? The beast. The beast. These have what? One mind. one mind. And shall give their what? Power and strength unto who? The beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Called, chosen, and faithful. Well, we're seeing the Judas syndrome on the rise as in these verses. We're seeing that on the rise since the whole COVID uh, situation came along. The Judas uh, syndrome is that of betrayal, of course. And when COVID-19 came along, we saw a, dis- a disturbing change in our leaders. Um, many of them in a situation which was dubbed an emergency were seemingly ready and willing, and maybe even eager, to take more power than is normally placed in the hands of an elected official. Um, some, of these, some of these situations were challenged in court during COVID-19, and even judges seemed to be afraid to rein in these elected officials. Um, and now that COVID-19 is declared to be over, even though people are still getting it, but it's over now, so you don't have to wear a mask, don't worry. Uh, even though it's declared to be over, a new emergency is rising. It's called climate change. Have you noticed the, the change of emphasis now? It's the new emergency. Um, California um, put out a thing, I don't know if it's, 10 or 12 years with them, but they're planning on outlawing gas-powered vehicles in the state of California. Um, New York is toying around with the same thing, going to outlaw gas-powered vehicles. Um, Why? Why the rush? Well, because it's an emergency, they say. And when there's an emergency, elected officials have extra power. And so this is declared to be an emergency now. Um, and the sad thing is, is 
These people just do not know the Bible. They do not know what it says. If you'll hold your place here, turn with me to Genesis 8. Um, there is... There is no such thing as global warming or climate change. It has nothing to do with gas-powered vehicles. Oh, I believe, I believe there's going to be a global warming someday, but not at all like they believe. The global warming I'm talking about is when the Lord Jesus Christ says the word, and this place is going to melt with fervent heat. But until then, it's not going to happen. Genesis 8.22, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and what? Summer and winter, winter, and day and night shall what? Not cease. Now, who are you going to believe, man or God? I mean, even now, even now they're admitting after, after... COVID is declared to be over. Even now, they're admitting that this six-foot distance stuff was just a number pulled out of the air. It meant absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, And it's been proved before that these masks, they don't stop the size that this uh, COVID-19 was, the the germs. The masks that we were wearing were not uh, fine enough to prevent that that uh, germ from being spread. Well, clearly, let's read it again. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall what? Not cease. God says that. Um, You do not have to be afraid of global warming or climate change. You know, the state of California has a continual problem with what they call climate change, and it's the lack of rain. Do you know why the state of California, and of course the state of California is all-knowing, I mean, you look on products, this product is known by the state of California to cause cancer. You read that all the time. Well, the government of the state of California may think that they're all-knowing, but they haven't figured out the rain issue yet, the drought. Do you know why? Because they've offended the holy God, that's why. Notice in Second Chronicles 7, if they would read the Bible, uh, I found it very interesting. Um, the governor of the state of California, with his own money, he says, is uh, plastering billboards around America uh, promoting abortion. That's right, the governor. What does that have to do with his reelection in California? Uh, but he's plastering these billboards around the country promoting abortion. Uh, I found it very interesting that a pastor from his own state, which if I said his name, most of you would know his name, put out an open letter to his own governor um, telling him he's shaking his fist. I'm paraphrasing it now, but... He, in really blunt terms, tells tells him he's maybe even used the word blaspheming God um, because the governor of California has actually used scripture on a billboard trying to promote abortion, like loving your neighbor as yourself. How is that loving your neighbor as yourself when you're slaughtering babies in the womb? 
And so he, this pastor out there really nailed him on it really good. Um, this pastor is up in years, and uh, he's really coming out. And, you know, you know the, the sodomites really come out. The transgenders really come out. But what about us as Christians? When are we going to come out and not be ashamed of the truth? Second Chronicles 7.13. This is what the governor of the state of California does not know. Second Chronicles 7.13. God says, if I what? Shut up heaven that there be what? No rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send what? Pestilence among my people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from what? Their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. It's God who gives or withholds the rain. It has nothing to do with vehicles has nothing to do with El Nino other than God is in control of El Nino and any other cycles of weather. It's his control. He says in verse 13 that he's the one that shuts up heaven and does not give rain. Why? Verse 14, when people are wicked, and that's what the government of California, like many states, is wicked, including our state, by the way. Uh, Our governor is promoting heavily abortion, the killing of of innocent babies. Uh, How can these people sleep at night? How can they sleep at night? When When they're promoting, they're trying to win a high public office promoting the slaughter of innocent babies. You talk about um, corrupted, reprobate minds. That's what these people have. And they're going to answer to Almighty God. So do not fear. Global warming, climate change, God is in control of the climate. And when he withholds uh, rain, it's because of a wicked people who will not listen to him. And so that's what we're facing. So so anyway, many officials now are, I mean, they, they are, what, their appetite has been whetted for power, and they're ready to call anything an emergency. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're calling climate change an emergency, which has to be addressed right now. It's all foolishness. Notice in 1 Timothy chapter 6. 1 Timothy chapter 6. What does God want us to do? He wants us to be in the word of God. 1 Timothy 6.20 O Timothy, keep that which is committed to what? Thy trust. trust. What had Paul committed unto him? The Bible. The truths of the Bible. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust. What has God committed to our trust? That Winter, summer and winter, day and night, cold and heat shall what? Not cease. God says that. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of what? Science. Science. Oppositions of science what? 
falsely so-called. In other words, it's not true science. science. The word science means knowledge. Global warming and climate change is not science. It's profane and vain babblings. God tells us there will be oppositions of science falsely so-called. And verse 21, which some what? Professing. Professing what? Well, we'll get to that. Which some professing have what? Have erred. They're wrong. They've erred concerning what? The faith. So these, these are people who profess to know Christ as Savior, and they're believing these oppositions of science, falsely so-called, that clearly contradict the Bible. Who are you going to believe? I'm going to believe God. I'm not going to believe man. Man changes constantly. Which some professing have erred concerning the faith. Grace be with thee. Amen. Um, listen. We can't just follow the crowds. We need to follow the word of God. Um, So let's go back to Revelation 17. So what is happening all around us? Are these leaders so filled with themselves that they're doing this? Well, the Bible does tell us that's part of the issue. Men shall be lovers of their own selves in the last days. But there's something even behind this that's more than that. In Revelation 17 and verse 13, it says, These these kings have one mind and shall what? Give their power and strength unto who? The beast. God prophesied, God told us that in the latter days and in the tribulation period here, that kings will give their power over to the beast. Kings of separate nations, kings of separate countries are going to give over their power to a man who is not the king of that country, not the president of that country. These elected leaders are going to give their power to one man in the world. And that's the Antichrist. And that's what we're seeing come on the scene right now. It's like the pressure is being put on. Global warming, climate change. You've got to get in line with the world. You've got to listen to us. You've got to, you know, your nationality. Forget that. You've got to listen to us. And it says in verse 13 there, These have one mind. Who's, who's giving them that mind? Who's giving them the mind of Judas to betray their own countries? It's gotten brought up so many times in our land. Thankfully, it hasn't passed yet. But to give the control of arms over to the United Nations, to give up our control, And our leaders, we've had so many of them who have tried to do that, tried to pass legislation that gives over the control of who has what guns, which which translates to Australia. Nobody has any guns then. They take them all away. Who in their right mind in America would ever sell us out 
What Judas is there in America, or Judas is plural, in America who would do that to us? Dozens of our senators and legislators would do that in a moment. Why? Why do they have this one mind to give their power over to some centralized figure in the world? What we are seeing right now may very well be, and I believe it is, just the the prepping of the world to do what the Antichrist is. We've already been through it once. COVID-19. COVID-19 was probably like the swine flu. Um, More people, at least, and I know you can't even trust the figures, but in doing research, it sounds like anyway, more people died of COVID-19 than of the regular flu. Um, so it would, would be a little harder flu, maybe like the swine flu. Uh, a few more people would have died. Uh, but we see during that time that governors decide to close down businesses at their whim. Who gave them the right to do that? Who gave them the right to tell a hardware store that they can remain open, uh, but that a fabric store can't? Who gave them the right to say a grocery store can remain open, which has hardware and all kinds of other stuff as well? And just the point is, is now we've been through that and people, people are like cattle now. They're just like cattle being driven to do whatever they're told to do, programmed. Uh, why? And, you know, some people say, well, it's, it's George Soros behind it. Well, pray for him. He's a Jew. <laughs> George Soros is a Jewish man. And he's shaking his fist at God right now, and he's shaking his fist at every free nation. Why? George Soros is not powerful. It's his, his daddy. George Soros is just a puppet of Satan, as well as a lot of others. So anyway, people try to say, well, it, it's George Soros running all this, or it's some elite group of ultra-wealthy people like Bill Gates and a bunch of other names that are thrown around, you know, that, that he wants to kill off half the world. Well, maybe he does. Maybe that is his goal. I don't know. Uh, he and his wife... Uh, when they were together, put a lot of their money into family planning. Do you know what that is? It's abortion. That's what that is. And he spent a lot of money, of his money, giving for that cause. So, listen, there's a lot of evil people, but I'm not naive. They're not the real problem. The real problem is Satan and his host. That is the real problem. Notice in uh, Revelation sixteen twelve, who is who's uh, stirring up all these Judases against their own states, against their own countries? It's Satan and his host. Revelation sixteen twelve. And a sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. 
and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And there's an army of 200 million coming. But before, before God brings down these plagues, God is going to take 144,000 Jews. They're virgin. They're people right on this earth, people born on this earth. The Lord is going to speak to those 144,000. They're going to get saved. Um, if you notice back in uh, chapter uh, 7 here, chapter 7 of Revelation, In verse 3, Revelation 7, 3, God says, to, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed, what? 144,000. 144,000 of who? All the tribes of the children of Israel. Verse 5 of the tribe of Who? Judah were sealed 12,000, and it goes right down through 12 tribes of Israel, 12,000 from each tribe. These, where did, where did they come from? Verse 9, after this I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And you get on verse 13. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? Where did these people come from? Verse 14. And I said unto them, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me, These are they which came out of what? Great tribulation, and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So, as we go back to uh, Revelation 16, then, and verse 13. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of who? The dragon. And out of the mouth of who? The beast. And out of the mouth of who? The false prophet. Satan, in the tribulation period, Satan is going to counterfeit, to imitate the Trinity. Right here in verse 13. These demons come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. The unholy three. Verse 14, for they are the what? Spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto who? The The kings of the earth and of the whole world. To what? To gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Who is stirring up the kings of the earth? Who is stirring up the ten kings of Revelation 17? It's Satan and his demons. Who is stirring up? These governors and other leaders, there was even leaders of health departments, county health departments, that were, and one of them was, tried to shut down the same pastor, I said, who was standing up to the governor of California, but tried to shut that church down, just being the leader of the health department of a county. 
Where do they come off thinking they have this much power? It's Satan is who's stirring them up. Notice in 2 Timothy 2, 2 Timothy 2, they're flexing their muscles. They're trying to knock people into line. Why? Because the unholy spirit of this age is trying to get people ready to bow the knee to the Antichrist. 2 Timothy 2.25. 2 2.25. In meekness instructing those that what? Oppose themselves. These leaders have no clue that what they are doing is destroying America. In two years' time, our economy is ready to tank. Businesses are ready to go out of business. Everything is tanking. They have no clue what has even done it. It's they themselves in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them what? Repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. They hate the Bible. They hate it. Verse 26, and that they may what? Recover themselves out of the snare. And the snare is a trap. Recover themselves out of the snare of who? The devil. Who are taken what? Captive. Captive by him, the devil at what? His will. These these people think they are so powerful. They are mere puppets who have fallen into the trap of Satan and his host, and they don't even understand it. Verse 25, they oppose themselves, and they don't even understand it. If you go back to Revelation 16, once again, verse 13, Revelation 16, 13, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet, for they are the spirits of who? Devils. Working miracles which go forth unto who? The kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. These people that follow those leaders have no clue that these are satanic-led leaders who are leading them eventually in their countries to fight against God and Israel one day. There's another thing that's Huge preparation going on. Look in chapter 13. Have you noticed that this fad of tattooing is not going away? It's only getting worse and worse. People are just covering their flesh with tattoos. It's not letting up. It's getting worse. Why? It's prepping the world for what is coming. Revelation 13, 16. And he, the Antichrist, causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive what? A mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. You notice the the different groups of people. It says he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond. Have you noticed that from wealthy celebrities and sports players whose bodies are covered with tattoos, 
to the down and outer bum, which probably, who knows where he got money to get a tattoo. But it doesn't matter, does it? They all get them. Small and great, rich and poor, free and bond. In some of the prisons, we had to do strictly black and white tracks. They didn't want any color because the prisoners were using the color in literature to tattoo themselves with colors. I guess it must be okay to get black tattoos in the prison because they still allow black ink. I mean, what's what's the difference? Some of the prisons we can't send any stapled literature into because they use that to give themselves tattoos. All the staples in the ink, it's not letting up. Um, so, verse 17 so they're, they're going to have to get this mark, verse 16. And then it goes on. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had what? The mark or what? The name, the name of the beast or what? The number. the number of his name. Well, we know the number from verse 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred. Three score, a score is 20, so three score is 60 and six. So it's six, six, six. We know his number, but they also have the choice, verse 17, to get his mark or his name. We know his number. We do not know his name. We do not know his mark. What is a mark? Well, it's like Nike. You may see a cap, baseball cap with Nike on it, or you may see a baseball cap with just a check mark on it. Either way, you know it's Nike, don't you? You know the mark, you know the name. The Antichrist will give people a choice. They can have it, verse 16, in their right hand or in their foreheads. They can have his mark, his name, or his number. But without it, they will not be able to buy or sell. Um, So what about these people who get the mark? Look at Revelation 14. But what is happening? There are so many professing Christians that are getting tattooed. It's it's like you can't even talk about it from the pulpit. I mean, how many messages will you ever hear about it's wrong to tattoo? And we'll look in just a moment at some scripture. Uh, We're coming to the point where you probably won't You won't hear it. Why? Because we're more worried about offending people than offending God. We love the praise of man more than the praise of God. Does that sound familiar? Hmm. It seems like when Jesus walked this earth, they had the same problem, didn't they? Yes. Revelation 14.9. Revelation 14.9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship who? The beast beast in his image. And what? Receive his mark mark in his forehead or in his hand. The same, the same people shall drink of the wine of what? The wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be what? Tormented with what? Fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Well, how long? 
Well, verse 11, and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up what? Forever and ever. And they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Now, I've had people ask me, and people have written in on the website and saying, you know, hey, I've got a tattoo. Some of them have even said, I've, I foolishly tattooed 666 on my body. Does that mean I can't be saved? Well, let me just say this. No one is going to be able to counterfeit the 666, the mark, or the name. Because if that were possible, then they would not be under the control of the Antichrist. No, it's going to have to, you know, we have, we have these little squares with all these dots in them now. We have barcodes. There is going to be something distinctive about his mark, his name, and the way 666 is put on people's bodies. There's going to be some individual identifying factor. Or people would just, they would go, go get tattooed with that, and they would just be buying and selling without his control at all. So it's extremely foolish to get a tattoo. It's extremely foolish to get a 666 tattoo. But no, those, those people can be saved. They can repent and be saved uh, because that, that's not the real thing. But we need to warn people. Notice in Leviticus 19, Leviticus 19 and verse 28. Leviticus 19, 28. God tells us, ye shall not make any cuttings for your flesh for the dead, nor what? Print any marks upon you. Why? I am the Lord. Because the Lord says so. Have you ever had to tell your children that? They say, you ask them to do something, and they say, why? Why? You explain it. Why? You explain it. Why? There may come to the point where you just have to say, because I said so. That's why you need to do it. Because I'm your parent, and I told you to do this. God says uh, not to put any marks on our flesh because he is the Lord. Lord means what? Master. Master. That is why we shouldn't do it. So, you know, where are we in the mix? Um, Yes, people that are tattooed can get saved. But why are we not warning them not to get tattooed? Why are we not warning them that this is not else but preparation for the great deception coming on this earth? The Antichrist. At this point, as I walk through public places... I don't know the statistics on it, but I would, I would guess now that more people have tattoos than do not. I may be wrong, but they're everywhere, everywhere. Where's the warning? Where's the warning? I don't hear it. I don't hear it anywhere. I don't hear it. 
May God help us. Notice in Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. You know, there, there, there was a day when an evangelist by the name of Billy Sunday went through this country from town to town preaching hellfire and brimstone, and one of the things he preached against with fervor was alcohol. And the strange thing is, is if someone did that throughout America today, they would be mocked by a great host of professing Christians because a great host of professing Christians Freely drink liquor today. But Billy Sunday preached against that. And in many towns, the saloons, the taverns would have to close because they didn't have enough business anymore. He preached against liquor, and when people made a decision for Christ, they meant business and they stopped drinking. Certainly not the case today. We're afraid to preach against any sin today because we're afraid then that people wouldn't make a decision for Christ. What are these decisions? Are we filling up churches with tares? We're sure doing it different than it used to be done in the Bible. Notice in Ezekiel thirty-three eleven, Say unto them, as I live, saith the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked, what? Turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? I pray that God would just stir our hearts. Um, I'm praying for a great revival, a great awakening. In the case of Nineveh, Nineveh was 40 days from destruction. But because they repented, God gave them 100 years. Who knows how close America could be to utter destruction? We could be 40, within 40 days of utter destruction. Russia, they said Russia's doomsday submarine has gone from the harbor. You don't know where it is. Doomsday sub. I wonder what that means. We don't know how close we are to utter destruction. Our our only hope is God. Our only hope is a a wicked America repenting and turning to God. The Jewish politician, Joe Lieberman, I'm not even, I'm not sure if he's still a senator or not, or if he's retired, but I just read that he did an editorial. And you know what? This unsaved Jewish politician or former politician, do you know what he's calling for? America, a great turning to God. Even he sees it. He sees it. I pray the Lord would help us to go forth speaking the truth in love, but speaking the truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Lord, please help us. We see all these things happening. A world that's being trained to submit to submit to leaders that 
were never even given that much power. And leaders who are willing to give their power over to a global cause like climate change. Governors who are willing to destroy their own states and economies for the sake of a global call going against their own people. Lord, we, we see that spirit of Antichrist working, prepping people for the great delusion that is to come. We see the, the tattooing, the taking of all these marks. Even Christian, professing Christians are scoffing at your word where it says not to mark our bodies. Even they are scoffing at it. Lord, we need your help and your power. Father, I pray that you would rebuke the devil and his angels. I pray that you would protect us like those 144,000 that you put your seal upon them. And they went around this world giving the everlasting gospel. Lord, please help us in these days to be faithful. Father, if there should be any here that have never been saved, help them to realize tonight that Jesus is the perfect and pure Son of God. He is God Almighty, born of a miraculous virgin birth, lived a perfect sinless life, and then suffered and died for us on the cross, was buried and rose in victory from the grave, proving that his blood is sufficient to wash away the sin of the world. Help them to come to you for salvation. I pray you'd help us as Christians, Lord. In such a day, it's easy to be fearful and to be afraid to speak the truth because the ungodly are so hateful and vicious. Lord, help us to speak the truth in love. I pray, Lord, indeed we could see a great awakening, a great revival. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.